Why did the donut maker retire? He was just tired of the whole business. Hi there, my name is James and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters. Helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast, I'm going to give you my seven tips of how to set healthy boundaries at work. I set up this podcast because I want to create an online community that supports parents, specifically dads and specifically dads like myself who often struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow my podcast or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. It takes courage to say no, not just at work, but in every facet of your life. But it's not just important for your mental health, but for your physical health and your self-esteem to set some healthy boundaries. Not only will setting healthy boundaries at work help your mental health, it will actually help you to get more respect at work in the long run. People who are scared to say no, often referred to as people pleasers, do not come across as strong members of the team. It's important to remember that if you left your job today, they'd have you replaced within a week. Your job is an important part of your life in that it probably pays for your life, pays for your mortgage, pays for your food, pays for all things that help you to maintain the lifestyle you have. But it's not the most important thing in your life. People often people please or enable to say no for all sorts of reasons. They're worried they might come across as lazy. They might miss out on a promotion. They might be viewed as not being a team player. They may come across as being less dedicated to the team or at worst, they could lose their job. All of these are pretty unlikely and that's why you have a contract. And as long as you're doing what you're contracting obliged to do and you're working the hours you're contractually obliged to do you're pretty well protected people instinctively want to people please because people want to be respected accepted and loved and not just in their family life in all elements of their life ironically you're more likely to be respected and appreciated at work if you're known as someone who is firm consistent but who has some boundaries who's not a pushover who's happy to do what's right as opposed to what's easy who doesn't always take the line of least resistance there are no doubt lots more ways to set healthy boundaries at work but here are seven that have worked for me in the past i'm hoping they might help to shift your perspective and give you a bit more confidence at work tip number one just accept that you can't please everyone just accept that irrespective of how hard you work, how often you bring in the milk, how often you bring biscuits, how nice and friendly you are. There are just some people who don't like you. They're not going to like you. And I guarantee it will be nothing to do with you. It'll be to do with them. They may look at you and be jealous of what you've got in your life. They may be jealous of how you get on with other people in the team. There may be a skill set or a characteristics that you have they wish they had. And the fact that they haven't got it just highlights they haven't got it. And that makes them dislike you. You can't do anything about that. And trying to win people over who don't like you, who are actually working quite hard not to like you is a complete waste of your time. If you can work hard to accept that at least 50% of the people you meet at work and in life are not going to like you for reasons that are nothing to do with you, your life will be much smoother. You don't need everyone to like you. You don't even need 50% of everyone to like you. The most important thing is you like yourself. The most important thing is you respect yourself and you're more likely to respect yourself if you accept that not everyone likes you. Tip number two, stop apologizing for saying no. This is much easier said than done. Saying no is potentially confrontational, especially if you've got a bit of a cowardly boss who is scared of confrontation him or herself and therefore will ask you in a group to potentially public humiliate you or push you or peer group pressure you into saying yes when actually he or she know that if they ask you one-to-one, you're more likely to say no. Don't apologize for saying no. If you don't want to do something and you don't have to do something and you're not contractually obliged to do something, then say no. Saying no is like anything. The first time you do it, it will feel quite scary. The second, third or fourth time you do it, it might still feel a little scary, but it'll feel less and less scary the more you do it. And once you've said no and you realize nothing actually happened and no one actually treated you differently, if anything, you got the feeling that people quite admired you for saying no, it becomes easier and easier. A trick 
technique that's worked for me when you're asked to do something you don't want to do think of yourself as one of your children think of yourself that what if they were asked to do something they didn't want to do you need to be the example you need to show them it's okay to stick up for yourself put yourself first and say i don't want to do that if you want that for them you have to want that for yourself if you want them to do it well then you've got to set the example you've got to be the brave one you're the adult tip number three consider the request in context this might come across as quite mercenary but just think about okay what do i actually get out of this if your boss asks you if there's any chance you could stay later what do you get out of it are you going to get extra pay are you going to get some sort of benefit just remember that if someone's asking you to do something at work that you don't want to do you're okay to negotiate if covering someone's shift or staying longer doesn't actually bother you and you might get paid a bit more then do it but negotiate you don't just have to do it you might have a nice boss you might have a good relationship with your boss and actually sometimes it's good to be the member of the team that saves the day but make sure you're getting something out of it even if that means writing it down so the next time your boss has a bit of a go at you just remind him of that time that you kind of bailed him out work life like all life is a bit of a game bit of a game of chess tip number four communicate your needs honestly and clearly sometimes if you're being asked to do something which has upset you or it's quite an emotionally charged situation you're better off getting it down on paper you're well within your rights to say to your boss can i let you know about that i need to have a bit of a think about that request and i'll email you you're well within your rights to do that and if they push you for an answer you're within your rights to say i've told you what i'm going to do please respect that then take some time to think about it then email them give them a perspective of what's going on in your life tell them why you can't do what it is they want you to do doing this by email will mean that it's a lot less emotionally charged it might highlight them to situations they didn't realize and also creates a paper trail it's the professional way to work having an argument in the break room is not a good thing and bosses are human beings they're just as influenced by their emotions as you are by yours sometimes you have to be the adult tell them what's going to happen tell them you will email them your decision and make sure you do that and if you feel uncomfortable maybe tell them that you will be ccing in maybe your union rep you don't have to be bullied at work but to ensure that doesn't happen you have to be courageous and if you struggle to be courageous for yourself be courageous for your children imagine your child is standing behind you you're going to set the example and you're going to show them it's okay to be strong you're going to show them that it's important and necessary to stick up for yourself tip number five if possible offer a solution if it's possible to do so offer them a solution or alternative a compromise if your boss asks you to come in early or cover a shift because one of your workmates is ill and you can't make exactly the time but maybe you can make it a little bit later once you dropped your kid at school offer that as a solution but make it really clear that if you're having to pay for childcare to fix their problem then they will need to reimburse you for that one of the secrets to a happy life is being versatile if you can come across as someone who is prepared to compromise well people are going to want to work with you they're going to want to spend time with you it's better to bend slightly than it is to break completely If your boss knows that at least they can have the conversation, at least they can ask you the question and that you'll entertain it and you'll do your best to help them, well, you're going to be someone they want in their team. Tip number six, remember that you have a choice. If you're not happy in your job, then spend your lunch breaks looking for another job. I would never suggest leaving your job unless you have another job of equal or more pay set up, especially at the moment and especially if you're the person in the family who pays the bills. Once you become a parent, it's not about you anymore. 
It's about supporting your children. And if that means staying in a job two or three months longer than you'd like to until you've got a better job that you're happier with, then that's just what it has to be. But if something's making you unhappy, change it. And you might have a little voice in your head going, oh, that's easy for you to say. No, it's not. I've been in lots of situations where I haven't enjoyed my job. But the one thing I've found, what really helps if you're in a job that you don't like, if you're quietly working on things in the background, maybe trying to turn your hobby into an income stream or applying for jobs or even just looking around for other job opportunities, that can really take the pressure off and it can make you feel like you have more control of the situation. Life is too short, ideally, to do anything that doesn't interest you. If your job is boring or you find it boring or it's become boring, then maybe it's time to move on. And if you struggle, like I have done in the past, to do it for yourself for whatever reasons, do it for your children. Have the courage to look for another job that's better for you, even if it's slightly less paid, as long as it means you can still pay your bills. Do it for your kids. You never know if your children might be in a position in the future in their adult lives that they might think, I can do this, dad did this, he hated his job and he got a better one and was much happier. One of the sayings I've heard that I've definitely said in previous podcasts, there'll be thousands, maybe millions of people who died today who had plans for tomorrow. And tip number seven, let your boundaries liberate you. Every time you stand up for yourself, every time you say, no give yourself some credit for that because you've done a difficult thing you've done a courageous thing you've done something that most people don't do you may also have inspired other people around you who are as equally miserable in their job to do the same you've also created a very good model for your children to know exactly what to do if they find themselves in a similar position in the future and after a while once you've set those boundaries and you've established those boundaries and you've protected them your boss will start to see you differently he'll stop pushing the boundaries because he realizes that it doesn't work and you might be the catalyst that helps to make a really top toxic work environment much more positive for everyone not just yourself i really hope you got something this podcast and as i said i'm trying to create an online community to support people specifically dads and specifically dads like myself who often struggle with their mental health if you like what i'm trying to do please follow this podcast or if you watch this on my youtube channel please hit subscribe I've also just written a book for first-time dads on how best to support their mental health and their partners during pregnancy. If you would like a completely free digital copy of this book, please message me below. All I would ask is that you provide me with an honest review of it on Amazon. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. My boss keeps telling me I'm not allowed to act like a flamingo at work. I'm going to have to put my foot down. There's literally nowhere to lay your head Two versions of you came and took your bed But don't worry Just be your daddy Dad Mind Matters Helping men safely navigate family life Without losing their minds Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday Are you a dad or non-birthing partner who can give two hours a week to the NCT Parents in Mind project to support others in East Sussex with full accredited training provided? If you are and would like to find out more, please message me via the email in the podcast description.